0: Yeah, so I guess like, the first thing, kind of... so I guess, I don't have to word this so it will make sense. Um, so I guess there's like, a, almost like toning is quite an adjustment, so kind of you've got like um, Love, the original EP, which is quite, I don't, I'll be trying to think of a different word, but like it's, for, like it's very much like straight from like, you know, the emotions and kind of very like, you know, like yeah, kind of, yeah, it has like a like post Absolutely. more like post hardcore elements to it, and then kind of mm-hmm. what is to be kind of began to see that tweak a bit where it felt more. You know, not, not toned down, but kind of you know a bit more kind of rocky post rock, and then kind of with this is like, that there's kind of like a, a further shift with like pop rock and it's more. I don't want to say, like. I guess kind of that you've taken like a step back from those emotions and then kind of like processed them and like fought them through. Um, and I guess kind of also the change of like the sound is that, I guess, kind of what's like, what's the, what's the deal with that? <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. that's a horrible word of question, but I can't think
1: of a, of a way to put it better. No, 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 that, that's OK. I, I know <laughs> that's a great of... way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess I guess what happened with love is like um, Liam and I wrote that as like very young, like early twenties kind of dudes that were like, like you say, like very raw with emotions and like just kind of letting it out and figuring out how to put that to those emotions from pen to paper and then into a song. Um, I think listening to that, you can you can hear that. And then I guess once we got to doing a full length record with what it is to be we got to the point where we wanted to actually like showcase a little bit more of like the way we, the way we listen to music and how we want to make that experience for everyone else. And I think we, for the most part, we did what we wanted with what it is to be, but we probably stepped back a little bit um, too much for like our fans um, to process from the big jump between love and what it is to be, I guess especially with our our single choices were a little bit odd i guess if you didn't know if you knew who we were previously as like maybe like a post-hardcore band if you found us through something like dreambound online which where a lot of our fans did overseas um and i think where with this new record we we sort of figured out our niche a little bit and tried to we managed to like tie those two things back together where we wanted to um, explore the way we write music differently and with like production elements and um, I guess a different approach to uh, processing our emotions. And so we found a way to tie that in a little bit better with this record, I think. I, I, I don't know if that's just rambling off the top of my head or whether it's like you can hear that from yeah. listening to it, would you say? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I think because I
0: think with something like, I guess, like Deprine, for example, that's a very like mm-hmm. upfront and like emotional song and like you listen to it, like, yeah, ah, fuck. and now you know, you, you feel it. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess kind of, especially with, um, the new record, I've had it for like, I've like five, six days and I'm still kind of like, you know, I've, for me personally, I was still not kind of like fully, well, that's a bad thing, but I'm still kind of, you know, Learning it and kind of learning the record and kind of the nuances, but got question later. But kind of, yeah. I, I I can definitely see like what you're on about in terms of like you know that change. So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I guess with um with the way that we listen to music when we were growing up, we listen to bands like Taking Back Sunday and Brand New and stuff, where like you sit with those records for five years and you still are hearing parts that you haven't heard the yeah. first time you heard it. And like I guess we're trying to like bring all of those parts of like what we love about music into this record.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I guess it's kind of like a question I'll, I'll jump to like the kind of question that was later on, but I guess it's yeah, kind sure. of also in a way it's, cause I think there's almost been like a shift in music, which I've noticed and mm-hmm. I spoke to other artists as well, they're kind of like clock into it as well, where, because people have like such short attention spans and like, they kind of want everything a bit more like immediately. I think it was then mm-hmm. when I listened to this, it was quite nice and being like, oh okay, like here's an album I've got to sit with for like you know, a few weeks to kind of fully, um, you know, understand it, explore it, and kind of you know fully get. Because it is quite a, so I know it's only a bit longer than um, what is to be, but it feels yes. like, like it feels like a longer album. That makes sense. Like it's like a minute longer, but it just feels like longer and more expansive and bigger. Um, yeah. So yeah. I guess it's that kind of like. I know, was that kind of like intentional and kind of to be like, okay, music's going this way. So we're going to go this way. or was it always going to be like, you know, we're going to write this record despite the changes, you know, that are going on.
2: I, I guess, I guess for us, like we, we're always going to write exactly what we want. And uh, I guess the challenge is staying true to that. And then, you know, also it being listenable. Um, and I think for, for us, we've like, we grew up like, cause I'm like 31. I grew up when it was about albums, you know, like, so I like, I write albums, which means that's like, I, you, there's a longer, there's a bigger area to uh, express yourself in. So, you know, like with what it is to be, for example, um you know there there's this while true and true to a degree there's I guess the accusation that we weren't as aggressive anymore but those moments are still there on the record you just have to find them um they're not just in your face for the sake of it they're not like let's write another love and other drugs for the sake of it like there's still we're actually we we are, you know, when you're driving in the van on tour, you kind of run out of things to play. And on Sunday we were, we put on what is to be um, just because um, on the drive home. And we were kind of like, we, I think for whatever reason, we started at Soulless and listened to Breathe and then listen to Sanctuary, the last three songs on the record, which have some of the heaviest moments. And like Soulless for me, I thought that was going to be kind of like a fan favorite. It sounds like it can be on uh, the Love EP, but it's literally our least listened to song <laughs> ever on Spotify. And it's the like, and there's that heavy riffy bit after the chorus. Like, it's it could have been on Love. It, it kind of sounds like if you like rearrange the parts, it could be Love and Other Drugs part two, actually. But like, for so for, I guess for us, we're like, okay, these things are there. We're just not gonna like force feed it to you because everyone's adults here. Um and so we picked, you know, different songs as singles to showcase different parts of us because we we're like, oh yeah, cool. Like we can everyone knows we can do the love EP. Like let's do something different. Let's try to broaden mm-hmm. our scope of listeners. Cause you know, like that's the weird thing these days as well. Like no one listens to the same thing. You know, people have, like... Like, I have Under Oath and The 1975 on a playlist together because that's how I listen to music. But then people accuse you of changing your sound, even though, like, they can listen to two totally different things at the same time. Um, It's like... Because it's an attachment to a thing, um, and oftentimes it's the first first release of a band you attach yourself to, and everything, you know, comes back to that. Um, And, you know, I, like... To a degree, I think I've gotten way off track now, but um, I'll try to bring myself back. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I guess for us, um, the one change we probably have made is instead of, I think it's it has led to an improvement in the actual songs themselves. So I, I think it's like kind of justifiable, but I guess um, we've tried to, I guess, make every song something that we love. And if that's the song people choose to listen to, we'll be happy with it. Whereas like, if someone asked me what songs off love, would you show someone that would be deprime and forgive, accept love. They're the best two songs on that EP. No question. Yeah. Um, but they're not the most listened to. They're not the most liked, um, but they're six minute songs that, you know, can't go easily in a playlist. Um, and, you know, we would probably write every song like that if, um, we never received any feedback from anyone, (laughs) um, but I guess now, uh, and I hope it comes across and not something we're just like telling ourselves, but I think there's each song now, um, has more dynamics and more of a journey through them, um, I guess. Because we, you know, we don't want to have these songs that we look back on and go, oh, I wish this was I wish one of our more liked songs got popular or something like that. So, you know, we, but it, it still comes from the same place, like everything we have to like ourselves and, um, you know, for this album, it's one of those things, you know, you can have an idea of what you want to do, but oftentimes the music decides for itself. Um, so like, we weren't really sure at one point, what this album was going to be or if it was going to be an album or an EP. And then after a while, you're like, oh, we've got like 15 songs that we all really like. I guess we're doing an album. Um, And then, you know, like, as long as, I guess, maybe it's different for other bands, but for us, um, no matter, I guess, the selection of, songs at the end of the day, it, they're all coming from the same place for us, which is like truth and understanding and understanding yourself and trying to improve yourself and better yourself. And that's like, that's another um, differing thing from <clears throat> love to now. Like if I'm writing the same songs I wrote when I was 19, 20, then like, that's a problem for myself, my friends. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I don't want to hear the same, I'm sad stuff. Uh, you know, for forty times um, from the same guy. You know, like I, I, I think for Dom and I, the people who lyrically, at least, we aspire to. Uh, like one guy is AJ Podomo from the Dangerous Summer, um, who you may know from a song on our album. Um, <clears throat> um, you know, he his the we we gravitate to the lyrics because they're truthful and they're you know they're questioning himself and his place and things it's i think that's that for us is kind of i think or at least for dom and i become almost the most important thing for our band because um you know music is so subjective um uh, that I, I think you know with words and lyrics if you say something shit it's quite clear so you know it's it's trying to be truthful but be smart about it and um, as long as like your intentions are always from that place no matter the music um, you know no matter what point you're at or whatever it is it's always going to have a theme um, that can kind of connect itself and that's kind of what especially when you have two two guys writing the lyrics um and you know the the vocals um things just kind of arise from what you've created so you know we have this collection of songs and you kind of start looking at the connecting themes between the lyrics and things and um you know dom and i weirdly always kind of go through similar things at similar times and so there's it just kind of it's like not to get fucking i don't know where i'm going anymore and dom's probably gonna hate me after this um, but, <laughs> it's, interesting. it's like it's literally like life and consciousness you know you have this Uh, you have a uh, no dumb smiling that's bad Uh, (laughs) arrangement of uh, things and something arises from the complexity of that and that's kind of what you know an, an album is you write you have this collection of songs um when it gets into the right, you know, arrangement of the right amount of good ones, the right amount of variants. I think um, when you said kind of about how this album feels quite long, I think there's kind of like, there's almost like two EPs in there. I think because of just the way the album flows, I think, uh, like, I think it's like the first seven songs are kind of like all Mm -hmm. uh, like leading to this point. And then it drops down again and then builds back up again and it's kind of i didn't really realize that till quite recently but i think there's you know there's a very big um it's like it can be draining listening to music um you know there's uh i don't know there's what's that record um devil and god are raging inside me from brand new like um like obviously cancelled that's not great um, but like when that record came out and you're listening to it like that's it's fucking draining to listen to some, some like very cathartic emotional music and you know it kind of should be or else it's it's not art it's a um, product yeah um so you know like if if you're writing serious enough themes and music um, to go with it hopefully you know you are it is kind of like you're you feel a weight of something, um, and especially if you can relate to it. But um, yeah, I think it, it was kind of just one of those storm of things. You know, you've got we wrote a bunch of songs that we were kind of weirdly just thrilled about, um, and I think for one, Marcus, who isn't here, our other guitarist, he really grew into his own um, on this record. This is the most he's written for one of our projects, and um, uh, by by a long, long way uh and i think that also helped kind of share the load of things um and it just it worked out really well like i you know i don't know how uh familiar with us we're like so close to quitting um yeah well so yeah we so we are we are i guess pre after like the last album and just life um yeah we were pretty close to just calling it a day and we just like okay let's just go away and write some music and focus on you know what the whole point of being in a band should be not the business not trying to be a tiktok influencer um or whatever it is and trying to you know post 14,000 things a day to like make sure the industry gives a fuck it was just let's go write some music do what we actually like doing see what happens and what happens is what happened was we ended up writing a really sick album that we love and i think showcases everything we're about as well there's a, i think there's a good variety on there there's um songs like bloom which is the sixth song i think sixth. the sixth, the quite poppy one and then you know we have songs that uh like conformist or the portal which has a uh Screaming feature on there, but somehow they're on the same album and it kind of makes sense. Uh, I think to us at least. And uh yeah, we've we've just kind of ended up with something we're really thrilled about and it's kind of invigorated us again. And you know, we're already kind of starting to piece together the next thing just because it happens and you're like, Okay, this is worth doing something with. Um, and I need to stop talking. I think I need to put a light on, sorry. <laughs> we go. We go. But yeah, that's, uh, that's I think, I, that's my answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: remember the question anymore.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I think it's just more about, like, sorry, I do.
2: no, it's I fine, like
0: it's... like, it's a good answer, like, you get some answers to be, like, just, like, one sentence, like, thanks, that's, you know, so that's a good long answer. I think it's just a question about like just more like the nuances in the album, like the layers and all those bits and pieces. If you have anything to add to that.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess like as um, Liam was sort of alluding to a little bit before, how there's like a noticeable dip in the record. It's almost like um, we sort of like piecing up all these layers to build up to a point, like you say, and then with track, I think it's track seven in You, it's like almost the climax of all of that where you've got all of these things happening at once in the song and they're sort of like building, 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 building and then it drops off into the next song which is almost like a um, Coldplay Hillsong-esque kind of track that changes the direction of the record from there on out. So um, the second half of the record then is sort of like another point of building back up into that momentum um and so your question was about i'm going off track here but your question was about layers and the no, nuances in fine. there so tangents i guess they're
0: always good like some i think they okay. always good so feel free to go on tangents
1: yeah i, I guess there's tracks in there that are almost like these um they can be seen as like these sort of raw rocky tracks like even the the first single we released "Love Is a dying Plant." um a couple of weeks ago um which is the opener to the record it's almost just like this what you'd call like maybe classic the comfort song where it's just this straight rocky song with like these um melodic verses um and these like raw aggression into the the choruses and the bridge but you do still get all of those layers happening it's like the they're the sort of like the parts that we we don't intentionally like add in. They just happen. Like we'll be sitting there like recording something. And then one of the three of us that are writing at the time will be like, Oh, try this. Or like someone will send a demo through and be like, actually, I've got a sick part for that. Can you send me that? And then you'll track it and send it back. And, um, or like all like little vocal layers. And, and there's like a few little overlapping vocals over the record as well. Um, And they just kind of happen organically. We don't really like, intend as such to go like oh we really need this part to sound like this band or this part to sound like uh my favorite pop song at the moment it's just like um i've been listening to this i have this sick idea that's kind of similar i'm going to try this over the track if it works let me know if it doesn't like that's cool we'll move on we'll do something else um and they just sort of happen so you, you start the record with like these real four heavy rocky songs but they still have all these layers all throughout them And then we kind of work through it for the rest of the record with like production coming through and shining more in other songs than others. Um, You've got like key parts and you've got synth parts and stuff. And, but it's not the, not as such the feature. It's just like the, the tools we use to write those songs at the time, we don't go in thinking we're a rock band. We need to write these songs with two guitars, a bass, drums, and a vocal. It's like, whatever idea is here let's entertain it and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't and i guess that's how you end up with a track like like bloom in the middle of the record that that could be like this um you might be able to tell it's like one of our favorite tracks i guess because we keep talking about it <laughs> but um it, it i guess that's how you end up with a track like that because you you just have like this simple sort of guitar um chord thing happening and then like these <laughs> layers of leads, and then there's all these vocals coming in and out, and like intertwining, and things happening, because there's two people writing vocals and lyrics for the whole time, and we're both like, these are cool ideas, and we can't leave either one of them out. How are we going to fit this in here? And you end up with with a track like Bloom. I don't want to give too many spoilers away about it, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, it's um I, again, I forgot your question, but <laughs> but it's <Sorry. laughs> that I. <laughs> in, in short, in short, I think all of those little nuances and layers are just something that happens organically with the way we've we found our niche in writing. Nice. Yeah, I think. Yeah,
0: I think it's kind of in touch I think. What, what you are saying? Long, like I think the first one was the wrong word, but uh, you know when you kind of watch like a good movie or like finish a good book, and you're kind of like, mm-hmm. damn, you know, I need like a minute. <laughs> it's kind of like that feeling, <laughs> yeah. and I think like yeah. the nuances in it and all different layers are nice because. I think, as you said, kind of like when you're a lot younger, it's kind of, you just want that kind of immediate emotion. I think cause I'm about, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm 27, so I'm a bit younger than you, but um, yeah, kind of as you go, you're just like, well, I want something that's a bit more, how uh, do I say some kind of like, I guess you kind of want those, you know, to sort of kind of make like, make you think and kind of like, oh, okay, I can see that because, you know, I'm the older. And you know, you kind of, you see like I guess you just kind of see life in a different way than you were when you were like, 'Cause I think I would have been about twenty one when like Love came out. And obviously like I'm now like two mm-hmm. years older, like I'm a complete different person to what's that, so I don't want the same music. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like one of the nice things for like, sure. like one of the nice things like when you listen to kind of the genre and the bands for so long. And I think the thing I like about again about this kind of E P is I've nice been like, okay, like, you know, this band fitted mine, you know, kind of, you know, space I was when I was that age. And it's nice seeing those kind of bands like grow up and kind of go on kind of that. Same thing so like Arsenal, like this band, me when I was 21 and now I'm 27, it's also kind of got, you know, emotional space, which I can explore, rather than I think other bands, probably more like mainstream bands, like Bring Me, have just kind of like stuck with the same thing for like, you know, probably gone in the completely wrong, not wrong, but <laughs> each of their own, but opposite direction, kind of <laughs> still having very like, I don't know if Bite Size right, but again, they're kind of very much like, you know, that song, like, it's not a bad day, it's fucking so it wasn't, I was like, okay, that's cute, but like, you know, I want more, so yeah, mm. I can definitely appreciate those, um, yeah, all of that, um, and I guess because kind of, I was that kind of, I've been, been told that's that all kind of tie into the journey that like, you went on as like a band personally for the, for the album.
2: I think so
1: yeah. i think um i don't go no you, you you No, are you sure okay so um i i guess like what what sort of happened is like we're talking about um this journey that i guess would kind of have started with the love ep and so we were just kind of like these young dudes that loved playing and writing music and like liam and i have written music together for Uh, 12 or something years now like just before the comfort was a thing we just since we were teenagers we've just always been sort of like in and around writing music together um and most of the time it was just because we like writing music together and then same thing with love and all of a sudden people like we're sending cds to people in germany and and the uk and and us and it just kind of came up out of nowhere for us so it was like this huge thing that um maybe maybe didn't shock us because like we liked our music and we thought it was good enough for people in Germany and UK and us, whatever to like. So, but in another way, it was like, you just never really thought it would happen. So when you then release something and pour your heart into something again and get maybe, not maybe not a negative reaction, but not the reaction you thought you'd get and the reaction you got for the love EP, it takes you back a little bit. And I think what we know now is that our, for the most part, our fans that like us for who we are grew with us and they, they liked the, what it is to be record. And I'm sure they're going to like the new record as well, but they, we, um, I guess like you're saying as well, like you heard the love EP when you're 21 and you're a different person from 21 to 27. That's what we want from our fans is to, to grow with us and experience this, like experience life with us as it happens. And as we're figuring each little thing out in our personal lives is going to come across in the music. I think people can really sort of grow with that, but um, those sort of those loud minority of people that dislike uh, the what it is to be LP um, maybe just really got to us in a time when we were particularly vulnerable. Maybe we expected too much and we had too many things in our personal lives going on, but I don't think we should have ever really, let it get to us as much as we did and that is probably what ended up leading to us saying hey maybe we should actually call it quits as a band or restart as a new project and just sort of launch new and and that would have been this record but i'm i'm glad we stuck with it to be honest because we've then since come out the other side and figured out that like all of these people that we've met through music and um through all, all over australia all over the world that we're like message us all the time we we've become like good friends with quite a few people and um We've made these connections because of what love was, and because of what what it is to be was, and I think we'll keep making these connections with the new record. And those people have stuck with us this whole time. So, I'm, to, in short, I guess we're um, we're pretty happy that we we stuck with it in the way we did, and and we've come out the other side appreciating our fans more than ever. They, I guess, they do, they make us make everything we do worth
0: it yeah i could say i think yeah because i think because you put like a teaser last year on like, Instagram you put like a teaser saying like we finish an album and i'm but like my mate who also listens to the couple were just like well, where is it we have been waiting kind of like was it was all year or two and it's like but well, where's this album then just waiting for this album to come out and i think yeah when we both kind of saw the single yeah just the middle, just like, <laughs> ah yes finally it's happening so yeah i think yeah so
1: i guess what happened there is um at least sixty percent COVID, so yeah. we 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 started recording the record in um, March of two thousand and twenty, I think, um, and so we had it locked in, and then like it had sort of COVID had kind of hit overseas at that point, but it wasn't really in Australia yet. So we were thinking maybe this won't even get here; it's not going to affect us too much. Um, how wrong we were! Yeah. But um, <laughs> we got maybe two or three re- two or three weeks into Um, sort of preparing and then we'd started with tracking we got all the guitars tracked the bass tracked and we went to start tracking vocals and everything around us is shutting down there's like rules coming in about like snap lockdowns and like maybe maybe you can't go and visit people in their houses if it's more than two people at a time and here we are in like our friend's house recording this record with five people and we're like can we even drive with people in our cars at the moment like no one knew what was happening no one knew how like crazy it was going to be over the next two years um but I, i guess that died down a little bit and we were able to to continue on a few probably about four weeks later we tracked all of the vocals for the record but then we had this giant gap of time where nothing was open and we couldn't book anything to finish drums and so, because we track drums last for this record, just so we could have all of the parts, like, hashed out and really accent accent all these little bits and think it out a little bit more than we have in the past, uh, I think that really works for us. But uh, in, in 2020, we might have finished the vocals in April, but we didn't track the drums until October. So already, a, like, a, nearly a whole year's gone before we've said, hey, we're doing an album. <laughs> and the album's not even finished. So we're getting our first kind of mixes in early 2021. And we're like, okay, good. This is our year. We're getting, we're getting rolling. And then COVID just keeps happening. And our guitarist had moved interstate like to, to Victoria, which is about a uh, three hour flight away or a 22 hour drive from Brisbane where um, the other three of us live. And we're needing to like get, get promotional photos, shoot video clips and, and, We tried to shoot our first video clips to start this record in like June 2021. And then every time something like a week before would happen and um, our state would like lock down and you weren't allowed to go to these venues anymore for the next like three weeks until like we got rid of these cases or whatever arbitrary number they decided at the time. Um, And then the exact same thing then happened again in like we rebooked it for December and we thought, okay, we're safe this time and then the exact same thing happened and our i think it was a lockdown in victoria and our guitarist couldn't come up like well, we can't do it without him so now we have to postpone again we finally got there in january of this year um and then got everything sorted getting everything ready and in, in march we're about to send off um all of the finalized dates to release the record um and rolled out slowly, like we were going to start with the first single in April, which ended up being May, um, and then slowly release a couple of singles from there and release the record in September. And literally, like 20 minutes after getting the finalized email of here are the final dates um, our label come back to us and they're like, hey, like, you wouldn't believe this. We've literally just got an email from the vinyl company saying that, everything has been delayed another three months and the earliest we can get your LPs is November if we fly them or like January, maybe if we ship them and this is March. So this is like 10 months away. We're thinking about getting finals. We're like, Holy shit. Have we got to postpone something again? So we're like, nah, we'll just, we're going to knuckle down. We'll stretch the rollout out and release like more singles. Um, and the record can come out in November. We'll fly them over instead of ship them over. We'll lose a bit of money there, but we just want to have this record out and give it to people that have been waiting on us for what it feels like so long. So it's, a, it's been a strange journey, but it's like nice to finally come out the other end. It, it, even still with the tours and stuff, we only ended up being able to like jam together for what, like once in the last three years because, um, every time something just seemingly random would happen when we we're supposed to practice. So we have this practice book and he's, our guitarist is flying up from Melbourne to come and visit us and, and then do the practice or whatever. And then I think the first time our whole city flooded and you couldn't drive anywhere. So he'd flown up and then he'd gone like just past the city to stay with his family for a night. We were coming back down to practice the next day. And, we get like this crazy amount of rain, and everything floods and you can't drive anywhere. I'm like, all right, I guess that's not meant to be. Let's book it for three weeks time. Three weeks time we book it. And then I get COVID the day the day before we're supposed to practice and I'm not allowed to go anywhere for a week. <laughs> and then the exact same thing happens and it nearly floods again, but we managed to go um, and get a, a practice in just before this tour. So we're sort of, we're finally out there, out of the woods, I guess just seems crazy but it almost doesn't feel real we played one show last week and it was awesome in sydney um and we play another two shows next weekend so it feels like we're a band again <laughs> after three years nice um it's been odd yeah i can imagine yeah
0: um I can't, I can't plan what to ask. um yeah because i can imagine like that length must be quite strange as well because i know that like because you broke so i assume you would have written some of those songs like a bit before 2020 as well
2: mm-hmm. and, yeah
0: like, i know i so, sp- uh, sorry you go i was just gonna say like cause i know i spoke to um I spoke to uh, megan from vex the uk band and she was saying how like when they because they released their album during like last year and even then she was like they wrote all their songs in like 2018 2019 mm. and they had all the delays with like COVID, I don't think they're affected by the record stuff there. But obviously, does it feel, cause obviously November would be like, a you know, it's even kind of, that's almost, you know, for some of you in like 2019, that's the really like a good, like three, you know, good three years since you wrote all that stuff. So does yeah, yeah like even now, like when you look at some of those records, not like you'd feel like a different person, but you feel like even the kind of the point you're at in your life, where, like, you know, and all that, all those bits and pieces, does it even feel now you've kind of like shifted or changed, kind of since you wrote those?
2: I wouldn't say um, so much. Now you go, Liam. I would so much like say change. I'd I'd say the hardest thing for us is, or maybe just me is, uh, just like having to stay excited for three years. <laughs> um. For the same thing, whereas I, I'm like I remember last year writing new music and being like, oh my god, I can't wait to release this song. Whilst we have a whilst we're sitting on a record that hasn't come out yet, and it's like such a weird feeling because yeah, there's there's songs that I'm like we well, I wrote like last year or in the last few months, and I'm like, oh man, like I wish I could just put this song out now or add it to the album or things like that, just because. Um, I think to kind of go back to actually something you said before, I think, you know, the what's going on in our personal lives affecting the, like, cycles, of the, the band, I think for us, because, you know, we're not, like, we're a, like, insert this genre kind of band. We're, like, we're, we're guys that just love writing music, and so our, our music is a just very very true reflection of who we are at the time um and in general so like it's it's a like a real time form expression like we're not just like here are the 10 heavy songs that's always going to be the same because that's the type of band we are like where uh like as as the album kind of dictates as well like there's different types of songs on there because you know one day we wanted to write a heavy song the next day we write, wanted to write a cold play song um and uh i think um yeah for us i guess that that's kind of one of the hardest things is i well and just how unfortunately you know the way m- music and being in a band works um it's very very it's a very delayed process from you know writing the thing to um, then recording the thing, then to releasing the thing. You know, years as yeah, years can go past. Sometimes like years can go past before you even record the song. If you know, if you write a song at the end of one album cycle, don't record for two years later. Um, and I think there's, I think lyrically, there probably isn't much we would actually change on this one, because uh, I th- I think it's more. Yeah, as as we kind of talked about before, <clears throat> uh, the Love EP was very much Here's the Emotions, so it was very much like uh, that's what we were feeling at that second we wrote the song um, and not a whole lot of thought into those emotions took place, whereas I guess with this album and how we write stuff now is it's... Uh, I guess the messages conveyed in the songs are more considered things. <clears throat> They're not just, here's this emotion I was feeling this weekend um, and it turned into a song. It's a what do I want to say here kind of thing. So um, I think, well, for me, it kind of takes a bit longer to piece together the final thing. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, that that's kind of probably just yeah the most annoying thing for me is just the delay in the process of making music um which you have in saying that
1: yeah in saying that the delay is kind of it's always there and it's always been there it's just not quite as stretched out as this one has been so i think like when we did what it is to be and i think even the love ep it was like we recorded it and then we sat on it for somewhere between like nine and 14 months before we actually got around to having Mm -hmm. the record out. So we're used to having this process in which we have this record in our hands where we sit with it for 12 months and love it before it comes out. But um, I guess with this one, because things happen so slowly, the weight didn't quite feel the same either. And, And to some extent, the world also felt like it was standing still for a period of time. So, what while, while like our personal lives and our um, our like processing of emotions and whatnot has changed slightly in the time between writing and releasing, it's probably not quite as drastic as um, it could have otherwise been. I guess. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> we we said a lot of things on the album that i would still think to be true and still like a true reflection of what i want to tell people um and what i want to how i want to describe something and i think that's probably due to um like you say instead of having here's the emotion that now here it is in a song form it's what am i thinking what is that emotion how do i describe it what do i think about how i feel about it and how do I want to tell people about that? So having to sit with it and um, consider it a little bit more deeply, you end up with something that's a little bit more um, refined as such in, in the way, in your, your opinion or the way you want to talk and describe about a topic. Um, So there's that. Um, But then the whole pandemic thing also made made me making it feel like it's, less time has actually passed than it has
2: yeah it's like the last two years has felt like it's the same month um yeah it's yeah you know you you can't do a whole lot of living when you're not allowed to leave your room um so i think that's kind of and i get there's kind of like i feel like there's this kind of just assumption as well that like everyone's just kind of dealing with this time as best they can um, and you know, when, when things, ca- I mean, calm down, now we've got monkeypox. Um, but, um, it's, uh, you know, I think, yeah, everyone was kind of just in agreement that if you got it through these two years alive, you, you did pretty well. Um, and thankfully, yeah, I think the thing, the thing we wanted to actually make sure of, which is why we waited so long as well, is that. We wanted to hit the ground running we didn't want to have like three false starts um and we kind of want to make sure when we were back we were back for good so like yeah not, um you know that's why we're you know because we we think about writing music more than anything so you know we're already as i said getting psyched for the next you know the next release and thinking about how that works because that's you know the thing we get most excited about is when Write a cool new song that we can um, share with each other, um, and then we have to figure out how to do the whole being in a band thing outside of that. But yeah,
0: nice, yeah, because I'm curious to see how kind of like for that in the, in the longer term that COVID period will kind of affect, because obviously, like a lot of bands had records yeah. written before COVID could have release them, and then obviously they them in then written music. So they basically. So I'm I'm wondering. I don't know. I assume you've got like a bunch of bands who have like who are now releasing albums, and they've just got an entirely new album like written already. And like how that mm, will yeah. kind of. Well, I mean, probably won't too much. But we'll just you know release that in two years' time, like normal album cycle. But yeah, I can imagine like a bunch of bands just got stuff written. They're just like, well, cut it in the check? Still not release like you know our EP or album. So yeah, it's kind of interesting, kind of. Yeah, it's here you're kind of in the same position, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I guess kind of taking a slight tangent, I know you mentioned about the vinyls, and like on the vinyl sleeve, there's the bit about the listening experience, how you kind of want mm-hmm. users, not users, it's the wrong word, listeners to take a step back, mm-hmm. which I'm going to confess I didn't do, because I didn't see the vinyl until <laughs> I listened to it. But I don't really have it, yeah. But I've, I've kind of like, um, I've tried to, I basically listen to it on my walk and listen to, it, which is kind of the same thing, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess kind of what is what's what's the thought process behind like all that? Does it kind of plan into like what we touched on, like sort of kind of like you know make people actually focus on music rather than? Is it 100%? Yes. Yes,
1: yeah, so I I guess the idea behind that is we want people to, um, it it came from to go on a slight tangent away from it. It came from um and to go back to brand new when brand new released science fiction pre cancellation, um, I was so caught up in the way of like, how do I want to listen to the final album of like, what was my favorite band for 10 years? How am I going to sit down and listen to this? And I was so caught up in how do I make this the perfect experience? Um, that I didn't listen to it for about three months after it came out. Cause I was like, I need to listen to it in the exact perfect way. And I need to be able to like, um, I I guess experience it in what's the perfect way for the record. And I thought when this came around, I was like, I want to be able to tell someone that's feeling the same way I did about that. How to how we think you should listen to it and listen intentionally. So to sit down with it and really actually think about like the different elements and make it uh, a whole experience, I guess the whole record is about experience and experiencing things in life that, um, it was just only fitting to, to really try and describe it in a way to our fans and listeners. We want you to listen to this with everything. We want you to do it intentionally and almost meditate on it because that's the best way to really experience not just our music, but music as a whole. And for our record, this is the way I think you should do it. And so we, we came up with that plan um, to try and, try and describe that to our fans and i hope it comes across and 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 even if it doesn't even if for the most part people don't actually do it if it works for like five percent of people five percent of people that listen then that's like job done i i want that for those five percent of people that wanted to be uh wanted to have the perfect experience listening to it
2: yeah i think it's uh did you have something to
1: add earlier yeah Yeah.
2: sorry i think it's a good um kind of funny little representation of, you know, just what this band is, what this record is, how we think and what, you know, what we uh, wanna put forward. Cause, you know, I think something I realized was like, um, you know, no matter what I envisioned or how small this band is, like there are people that pay attention. Um, That's a really big uh, honor. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they're listening to me, whether it's because of Dom's voice, um, you know, whether it's because of something else, um, you know, that you have an opportunity to talk to people and not, not everyone gets that opportunity. Um, so I think it's, it's something you have to be really um, specific with. And, you know, for us, that's it's living consciously and thinking about why you do something, not um, just you know not listening not being on your phone while you're watching a show or um don't like don't i hate my girlfriend does this i hate it don't listen to you know <laughs> new songs for the first time through your phone speakers um yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um i can i confess i sometimes do that
1: because it's i'm sure it's an attention deficit thing where it's like a, i'm just impatient i want to listen to it right now i'm not going to listen to yeah. it
2: i have to do it sometimes, but I, I would do that. If it's like not my favorite band ever, but you know it's like but yeah. it's a the it's the intention of doing something and you know actually experiencing the full thing itself to get the full thing out of it. um you know, if you know like any like if you're not listening properly to something, you like that what are you why are you listening? like that's what music is, and you know, like. It's about picking up the you know the fourth guitar layer in that thing or the um the harmony or it's just it's a yeah it's just like it's it's one how you should listen i mean i don't always do that um but like it's at least for the first time it's just having a proper experience with something and it's just a it's a yeah cool little um way to you know incorporate that wider thinking into your life in a really kind of simple way and I think for us it's also um anti kind of just how the way music is going where it's just about having you know getting a playlist or whatever it's you know wanting to have that album experience um that you know was normal and how we think about things but you know it's shifted so much from there that it's really just about songs these days um Not the full package, and uh, yeah, it's uh, like, hey, we, this is what our band is. We're we're an album band. Please listen to the album.
1: (laughs) I think it's like, um, also for me in terms of listening to other bands like that, it's, it's paying respect to the artists and what they wanted to do with, the their piece of art. So it's really trying to respect the way that they have gone about and written this, and and respect the track listing and all of the tiny little things that go into it that like maybe the average fan might not think about but they're all little intentional decisions that that the artist has made to make that experience as as good as possible and even if they're uh, like a singles band or artist quote unquote there's still all these decisions to be made in in the order that you listen to something in the way that like one song after another is gonna make you feel and and like when you think back to your favorite albums, you hear the end of one track, and then even if the next track doesn't start, your brain hears that guitar riff that starts from the following track, and you start to associate these little things with with your favorite albums, and that's the way that the artist intended right from the start. So I I think it's just such a cool thing to do to really sit down at least once like yeah at least the first time or like on if you really feel like listening to a hot the whole record after a couple of listens or whatever sit down with it and really really experience those little things and listen to stuff and yeah, take a walk or sit down on your couch and and just like i don't know have a drink and whatever you feel like doing in your house and uh really just try and try and meditate on it and think about those little intentional decisions that someone might've made. I guess you can equate it to the same way that like um, you know, that type of meditation you do where like you eat, you're eating food and you just think about the little elements and you think about like where the food might've come from. So you think about how it's grown and how it's, um, you're laughing at me because I'm going off track, and it sounds crazy. But <laughs> uh, um, but it's like you, you you sit with the with the meal, and you think about the independent ingredients, and and, and the way that where, where they might have been grown in a field, and and who might have picked them, and and cut them, and prepared them for you, or if you prepared them or whatever. But just whatever how it, it's assembled into this one package, try and pull it apart, and think about those little things, and, and really pull it into the moment, and. And experience it in that way in, in the moment that you're in and, and really live there intentionally.
0: No sure. Nice, yeah. Like yeah, I can see it, I, I I think like well, not dropped from but I think I realised that like the way I listen to music is a bit fucked when I was not fucked but a bit extreme, but when I was listening to um the Bank of Rotomasi and their album When Course Murray and that's very like that's a very kind of like um, layered and like nuanced record where and like the lyrics are all very like you have to pay attention to it basically to kind of like get not get the record but i think to fully enjoy i remember when i like first i like, listening to it i was just always listening to it like at home when i was like working or like doing my stuff and obviously i don't mm-hmm. know like, it didn't really click with me and then like, i went so i just, like, got fields around me and what, so i just, like, just go on my walks and whatnot and like i listened to it and i was like oh shit! now that i you like you know not focusing on my screens and whatnot it's actually check with me, i am noticing all these really cool, like, emotive parts of the record that are, like, resonating with me. I'm like, and that's like, damn, this is actually a really fucking good record. Um hmm. So, yeah, I think it's nice to kind of then see, you know, if your record being like, yo, know, you need to listen to it properly, not, yeah, listen to it while well, you're yeah. doing a million other different things, I think, yeah, and kind of, again, see, and I think, bro, and kind of that's like an album album, and I'm kind of in this, just about the same boat as you were, like, because I was talking to some of the week, and they were just like, yeah, I don't really listen to albums. I'm just like, what? Like I, I still kind of listen to like, even I do like shuffle them sometimes, I'll still listen to albums just because, you know, you'd mm. go to a shop and you would buy a CD with the album on it and you'd listen to the album. Yeah. And there was no, I like, know you had an like iPod, which kind of, you know, affected that because you could just put them on your iPod and shuffle. Um, but yeah, I think now it's just kind of, yeah, it's interesting to kind of see. Not interesting because I don't really like it. But <laughs> yeah, the direction where things are going, are like you know, it's all about. Because I was talking to Atlas over a week and they're like, yeah, it's just better doing because every single EP song by song, Beach from each get that yeah. that playlist and all those bits and pieces, and that's very much like the new model.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the single every five weeks or, or whatever, and like we we've had to sort of. Um, feed into that that model and that world a little bit just because you can't exist as a band if you if you don't so um to like even though we might think really intentionally about how we set out a record and and all those little bits and pieces in there um it's still something every band has to play into and and you really have to to actually go into that world and release songs like that just to exist and just to get a little bit of success and stuff so I'm not knocking knocking bands that do it. It's just, that's it, not the way I grew up listening to music and not the way I still like to listen to music. I want to listen to a full piece. Yeah, cause I think. Most the time.
0: Because obviously you mentioned as well, it's like you're releasing it in November, so it's like a longer release cycle. Do you think that longer release cycle can like, affect the experience? Obviously, when everything's singles, so do, th- do you think that can affect it? Because I think, for my personal experience, um, like with Static Dress, their album, for example they had a very long, like, they had, like, a, like a nine-month yeah. long, I think they released the first single, like, yeah. June last year and it came out uh, May. And, I've like, yeah. the singles so, like, I'd have, like, a hundred plays on, like, the four singles they released. And I got to the album and it felt really, well, it disrupted it but I think it yeah. affected my experience I know exactly what you mean. I've yeah. got, like, these four songs on this ten-track album that I've listened to a hundred times and there were six songs I've not listened to once so it's, like I don't know, so I don't know. That's like that's just me rambling a wee bit, but I guess you feel kind of uh, that also. Hundred experiences.
2: Dom and I, I think Dom and I both feel that exact same way. So, like f- for us as artists, I think if we had our way, we would not do singles at all, and we would just drop an album. Yeah, unfortunately, like one a week before yeah but yeah unfortunately in 2022 that's you know if you want to have any kind of success in the music industry unless like obviously if you're already established big band you can do that and it's not too big a deal but if we did that that would kind of kill everything um for the next you know six months to a year we you don't you'd have to do another we would have to do another album in six months kind of thing um but yeah, like it was yeah, if if anything went to plan in this band, there wouldn't be a very long rollout as yeah, as Dom said before, we got that uh we got the vinyl delay just after we'd signed off and everything. So literally it was the decision was do we push this album back to twenty twenty three and have a normal rollout? or do we just start releasing music as soon as we can and unfortunately have a bit of a longer rollout? Um, And for us, you know, I would have probably just cried and just like scrapped this album if we had to wait till 2023 because that just felt insane. So we're like, sorry, Grayscale, we need to fly the vinyl over, not ship them, lose some money. and we've waited so long like we just want to start releasing songs we like need to so it's kind of like yeah it's it's definitely not 100 ideal but it's kind of like it's like do you want songs or do you not want songs at the end of the day um and i i think the kind of good thing as well is that it is a 12 song album so um on release day there's still six new songs which and this probably won't be the majority sentiment, but um, in in three out of four members of this band's opinion, the two best songs in the album uh, aren't singles. So, uh, yeah, for hopefully other people agree, but you know, there's still a song with a feature um, that's not a single, and yeah, it's it's just a kind of very unfortunate thing because i i get the same the same uh the feeling where you can smash some some singles to death um because you just vibe with it so hard and then it's like and maybe yeah there's two or three out and they're like tracks one two and three on the album so you kind of just skip and start at the fourth one um i mean i don't do that listen to my album all in one I'll go, um but yeah it's, <laughs> it's it's uh it's yeah it's it's annoying but it was kind of like yeah, it was basically do this or put the album out in 2023. Um, And yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you don't release the close of the single, I'll I'll be happy with your single choices.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't. That was such a big thing. I think until we're picking singles for this record, we had to change the order, but yeah. I don't think we could ever release the closer as singles because we always want to write a really the I have this thing where the last song in the album has to be the longest song, so we could never really do that. Well, I mean we've done that before, but we can't do that again for <laughs> music because six minute long songs don't get Spotify playlists. So, <laughs> um,
0: no, yeah, and I guess you mentioned that. because I kind of got two like fairly standard questions about records. Like, you mentioned there about. The features i guess kind of boring question how did they happen what's the story of those
1: um so um, with oh, do you want to talk about it you can go okay so so i'll start with with dylan from deadlights um dylan has been he's on track 11 the portal mm-hmm. um and dylan has been like a pretty good friend of ours for quite some time um we signed both to Grayscale Records, similar times. We're both from the same cities. Um, even in like in previous bands, like I've had like Dylan feature on vocals and or, or like um, fill in on vocals, even and uh, played shows with him. Like we've done like tours with him and, and and played like all sorts. Like we're just like good music mates from a long time ago. So when we did that track, we had this like idea of what it was going to be, um, and then. Liam ended up like screaming the bridge and tracked it. And then we sat with it for a couple of days and Liam's like, I don't like my performance. He's like, I don't like the way it sounds. Um, I don't, I think it takes away from the song. He's like, let's get someone like Dylan. In. And I was like, okay, Dylan works. Let's. Um, I think you just said, let's get someone. And then we both kind of went like, let's get Dylan. Cause Dylan is like someone that we respect his, um, the way he approaches music, the way he talks about um, his lyrics and his music. Um, I think they have very similar, um, despite being wildly different bands, are like quite a post-hardcore type of band um, versus us being more alternative rocky, I guess. Um, But they approach music in a very similar way to us, in which it's it's very, uh, going back to before, very intentional in the way that they think everything out and, um, uh, yeah, just really look at it from a similar standpoint. So we're like, well, we want someone that can do that. On this song and um, really make the part their own rather than just like screaming the same thing that Liam did, but they're in their own voice. So we just sent that to Dylan and um, he's like, yep, would love to. And then sent it back within like a couple of days, already tracked and stuff. And was like, oh, that was easy, great. Um, And worked it (laughs) in from there. With with AJ, um, in a lot of ways, that song that AJ Podomo from Dangerous Summer is on, on track five, Supernova. Um, in a lot of ways, that song and a lot of our band wouldn't exist without him and The Dangerous Summer. Um, the two of us have all like been very influenced by The Dangerous Summer ever, ever since, basically, ever since the first two records were out like 12 years ago or whatever it was. Um, and so I, I love the way he approaches lyrics and I love the way that they have this sort of like, pop-punk sound that's a little bit more mature and, and nuanced. Um, and we wanted to – they released their their album Mother Nature in, back in like 2018 or 2019 or something, and that was around the same same time we were writing stuff, and our guitarist, Marcus, got really into the record as well. And the song wouldn't exist without that record, I guess. So we, we got to a point where, with it where I'd written this bridge – that I was like, I've written this part that's essentially for AJ. I was like, I'm gonna try and sing it like AJ, but um, I think we should try and get AJ instead, because so, it's just a cool thing to have like one of your idols on on your track. So we we emailed him and um, sorted it out through there, and he ended up loving the track and and sent it back really really quickly as well. So it was like a very seamless. Um, transition between him and me tracking it and then him tracking it and getting it mixed but um he's sort of like uh emailed back quite like enthusiastic and 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 really friendly which was like something massive to feel from one of your idols um so it's really quite special to have him on a track and i have to sort of like pinch myself a little bit and and really, I bring myself back in to, to remember I've got, like, one of my favorite vocalists of the last 15 years on on an album of ours. So I think it's a really cool thing. And I, I hope fans like it. I know the Dangerous Summer aren't the, the biggest band in the world, um, especially for younger people. But um, I hope for the people that don't know him, we can introduce to a band like the Dangerous Summer that's really meant a lot to me over the last
2: 10 or so years yeah it's one of one of those things where we can just we get to look back on that in 10 years being like dude like a guy that's like i have a dangerous summer tattoo and i get to be like he sings i sing on a song with him uh that's sick and you know that's those things uh you know they're the things like about the art which no matter if it's successful or not you know can never be taken away because you get to yeah when i'm old and Poor and the the world's in ruin. I can go, got to sing a song with
0: AJ. Yeah, I appreciate that. Sounds yeah, really cool. I have to give them a. I think I know they are, but only really proper listening to them. So I'll, after this, I will I'll probably go away and listen to Date of Summer. I know I shouldn't do. I'll listen to Brand New again as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give to us, but, um, I'll just, forgive it. <laughs> this is more kind of a question of. <laughs> curiosity because there's the track 29 is that literally just how old you were when you wrote it
2: yes I guess it is, oh, the 23. <laughs> so yeah well so yeah there's there's um there's a Jimmy world so- song called 23 which is the closing song on their album which is one of collectively Dominized favorite ever songs and I was kind of Yeah, I was like, I'm really bad with titles, album titles, song titles. I mean, I did kind of name this one, but I've just always struggled with summing things up in like for whatever reason. And I was trying to think about what this song was about. And um, 29 for me was a a pretty special year. I I figured a lot of things out. About myself that were was um, you know up for questioning for the previous twenty nine years and yeah for for me it was it was just a it was a massive massive year and um, there's a lot of songs about being twenty one and eighteen and twenty two and you know doing stupid things with your friends and whatever else but you know there's um, you know there's not many songs about being 29 and like figuring your mental health out. Um, cause you know, there's, you know, when you're younger, you think, you know, you're dead at 25 kind of thing that for me, it was kind of just like trying to sum up a like 29, like for someone that was, you know, didn't think they were going to make it past 18, um, uh, you know, getting into 29 and figuring your shit out, uh, was kind of something I wanted to highlight, I guess, for people that are younger and are living day-to-day um, with certain things in their life like I was previously. And it was kind of, yeah, just a little, like, just wanted to note that part of it is is important, I think, that, you know, you can figure your life out at any point. It doesn't matter how long it's been. You've still got from there on to, you know, do stuff with. So, yeah.
0: No, yeah, of course. Yeah, I appreciate that because I think, um, like, also, I, I follow like Spirit books quite closely, and obviously, for me as well, like, because I always thought, because like, there's always kind of like the idea like your 20s are always like, you know, that's when like your peak, and it's like, well, wow, I think they've kind of taught me as well that like, when you kind of do get into like your like, 20s and your 30s, you can still kind of, you know, hit your peak and your stride then, and like, you know, I think there's kind mm-hmm. of a lot of like, I think it's more like a Western thing, I think, but kind of side pressure of being like, yeah. the 23 years or 24, you supposed to be, you know, doing x y and z with your life and whatnot um yeah yeah i can kind of uh, yeah i can really kind of yeah
1: appreciate that hmm um it feels like my life's just starting at 29 like like i've got everything in front of me that's like i haven't thought about previously and i just turned 29 like two months ago and it's like oh like oh it's all beginning like i've thought about this for so long and like i don't even think about getting older anymore it's just like oh cool like a it's just part of life, and everything's ahead of me. Which previous was like, I, I, like, I didn't want to turn twenty-two from being twenty-one. I didn't want to turn twenty from being nineteen or whatever. I, I don't care anymore. It's like a realization you end up having late in your twenties that
2: life is actually just starting. But despite what you've been told. Yeah, I wish I wasn't so fucking stressed out in the last ten years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, no, and taking another, another slight tangent, I guess, because obviously you, you pl- did play live you know, a few days back. Is there going to be any sort of, um, I guess, shift or kind of change in how you perform? So I assume you're going to play like, you know, old songs live, it? but it, will there be kind of a change in maybe like setup, performance and how you, you know, play songs live or even play some of the old stuff live now with kind of, you know, the new... I don't know what I'm saying. But yeah, are you gonna basically, you know, perform the same as you did previously, or will that be kind of a new setup, you know, way of performing live?
1: Yeah, so so that's an interesting question, actually, because like um the way the band started was kind of like Liam had written a bunch of songs and then I came on board like as a mate to play bass and then do some vocals here and there. And the way it's evolved has ended up with more of like a 50-50 split where, like, sometimes I'll sing the whole song. Sometimes Liam will hit, sing the whole song. Um, and we've never really, like, had... We've never really nailed, like, the the whole there's a front man of this band kind of vibe. There's not one of us that's ever been the more prominent person. So I, I guess that the um, one thing that, we, that will shift and has kind of shifted live and did a little bit prior to releasing the record is, like, we're probably we're both kind of more the focus of being trying to be sort of like the, um, the main face of the live setup where like, we can both be like, Oh, like we're pretty equal in this and showing our, um, our opinions and and intentions, on the stage and we, we we've always split those roles but it's been like the typical like one person's in the middle and and like, like occasionally i'd be in the middle and then um the other two are off to the sides and then or liam will be in the middle and then um me and marcus are off to the sides and we're trying to make that setup shift a little bit to be more like a yeah we're a band but like everyone's kind of equally important so we, we stretch out and set up a little bit differently but apart from that um we're just stoked to be playing like music together again it's like a, it, it felt weird like I, I kind of forgot how shows can actually be like a fun experience because it's been so long i was so stressed about getting back to playing live again it's like i don't know how the this equipment works properly i haven't used like any <laughs> setup in three years <laughs> and then to get back up there on last saturday and actually like um hash it up do it was like oh like in, in all of the stress, I forgot how much fun it can be to be up here and be, like, playing and talking to all, all the people in the audience and stuff.